Look, now that things are open, I'll get to a music store and buy some more equipment, but... In the meantime, let's start the show. In the meantime, let's keep doing it like savages. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. My name's Jared. And this week, we are in the basement for the first time in months. Yes. Since March. More, more of this year we've spent outside of the basement Has, than in the yeah, basement. Yeah, it's been, I want to say it was probably February, That's in all right, honesty. Right around the time. Wait. Because our friend Corey at his wedding, at the end of February... Yeah. Like, ten days later, but all hell broke loose. what got us out of our hiatus there, our wintertime hiatus, was the pandemic. The fact that we were both at home with plenty of time. So I think it might have been before the new year we were actually down here recording. We were down here doing other stuff, just not recording, Jared. So I don't get the connection. Man, it's just things look so different. That clothing rack is somewhere different, and... It's not somewhere different. It's just got different clothes on. No, probably pretty it much might, has the that, same. that Christmas sweater, I can tell you, Jared, has not moved since Christmas. Well, no, I'm not going to bring them back out till the holidays. I can either put them away I in a bin. I feel like that is a drastic waste of a sweatshirt. Like, it doesn't, like, not now, obviously, but anytime it gets chilly, wear the Christmas sweatshirt. Well, I, I would wear the Christmas sweater, but it's not chilly right now. Okay, well, I can right. tell you that. That's fair. Anyways, also... Um, I'm looking at a blanket with some very pixelated pictures. Why don't you enthrall us with the story of that blanket, Jared? All right. So I went on to this website where they do, like, custom quilts and, like, bed sheet stuff. And it was supposed to be a housewarming slash Christmas present for a good friend of mine that uh, I went to college with, lived with a couple years. I'm not going to say the name just in case they're listening, although... I guess you narrowed it to one of two people. So, if <laughs> realistically you, speaking, no one's listening. And Jared. one of you that knows the artist. So, I guess viewership is at an all time low. So, what do you mean? <laughs> We're up to three downloads yesterday. <laughs> Anywho, so I haven't shut the download. <laughs> uh, I just saw it when I was uploading. I just know we have not been on top of things. <laughs> you know what? And it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is for fun. So, anywho, it was this uh, quilt blanket. Place, and they had all raved reviews about the quality of them. And <laughs> I could tell from here those the are turnaround time. So I was like, very okay, pixelated pictures. All right, I'm interested. So I proceed to, for my friend, get a queen size blanket uh, of Bjork. And it's all the album covers and just a few pictures. And I'm like, hey, this is going to be something fun. Just like um, some glamour shots of Bjork from her like bathroom window without her knowing. Sure, I mean, based off this some black web photos of Bjork thing that this came from. As I looked into it deeper, I was like, this might be. <laughs> Anywho, um, so the first round, it's about a two or three month wait, so it's well after Christmas. But you know what? The package comes in, and I'm getting excited. It's probably like January end of january no beginning wow, this of, is end of december beginning of january so in the making. i'm getting excited i open up the green package that clearly has chinese symbols and lettering <laughs> you know what i find out they have failed to send me my bjork quilt they insisted on sending me a quilt filled with country artist little big town instead close enough and it's got the moniker and i mean it is blurred as all get so I go to take a picture and send it to them. 
when you take the picture on your phone, the images come up clearly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of I assure you sorcery this, this is. <laughs> but the pixelated pictures of country artist Little Big Town <laughs> comes up quite clearly. So I just send it. I give the message like, hey, just so you know, I ordered a Bjork blanket and I got Little Big Town. Do you want me to send this back? And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. This must have been a shipping error. Keep the quilt. We'll uh, get this sent back to you. So about another month later. Say from China to long shipping. Yeah. So I get another quilt. Um, this time it's at least the right size because before the one was only like a throw blanket and yeah. then this one was at least actually the queen size. So go. I was like, Hey, I have hope. I open it up and what do I see staring me in the pixelated face, <laughs> but country artist, little big town, <laughs> not once, but twice, not once, but twice. So then I send another email and they were like, we are we deeply apologize. Could you send us a picture of the two? This obviously is an issue in warehouse inventory. Yes, like so I set up both blankets in the living room. Actually, no, the basement floor is littered the very with floor little big we are town. sitting on. So I get a second email that says, Yeah, this is definitely our air. But then the automated, keep it for someone who might appreciate it in your family. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? My sister actually has probably listened to Little Big Town, so... I think she would like a very pixelated blanket. I know a couple's Little Big Town songs, so you know what? It's worth it for the blanket. So I just got a third package probably two or three weeks ago. Because keep in mind, it came from China during the coronavirus outbreak stuff. So I haven't, it'll be clean. I haven't opened it and I'm a little terrified. Well, no, I think it's only survives on surfaces for a couple of Because their email, their last email said, give us one more chance to make this right. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, like the desperate for like the desperate plea of like a husband who cheated on his wife or something. Yeah. Just let me me make this right. Give me one more chance to make this right and prove I love you. Go get it, Jared. Let's so, open it right now. Go get it. All right. Do you think I should? Yeah. Let's. let's I have to grab my phone anyway. It's definitely safe by this point from Corona. All Three right. Three weeks later. Do you want me to do yeah, it? Yeah. Go get it. All right. I'll go get it. A live opening. Away. We're like taking. This is like a. You know what? In the meantime, stall. Say this is a page from like the YouTube kind of sensation of just opening mundane things. Like there are kids out there. It it makes me sick. There are kids out there that make. More money than I will ever make just opening Pokemon cards or toys. Like, this kid... And, yeah, there's a kid out there, one of, like, the most... Like, the one that, like, gets some of the most amount of money for this. Like, he just opens up toys for him to play with, and he gets paid for it. Like, that's crazy to me. That's absolutely baffling, but... Yeah, that's the end of my ability to stall. Jared is upstairs, stomping around. But for the meantime, I'll describe what I see. Being back in the basement, things have changed. Um, For those of you who followed us on the Instagram... Uh, continuing series of what's in the basement. The table is now further to the right. We are facing the Bowflex a little bit, which is exciting. We can now see the shelf. That's why I'm looking at the blanket. Um, Jared throws the package down very haphazardly. I hope it, it wasn't... It looks like a brick of drugs. It does. It's. I also have never seen a dream package like this. Well, here, let me show you. So the original one... Yes, everybody look here. Um, you can clearly... Visual format. So it came from California. 
but the original packaging, which I'm assuming is what the warehouse was out of. Interesting. Clearly, clearly that's Chinese. not English. So, you I know wonder what? Maybe is third it third times the charm? Before you open it, is it legal to like, if you're sending someone something and like it? If you're trying to cover up where it came from, is it legal to put the send address just with quotation marks? Like, this came from California. That's a great question. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure. But First instinct, Jared, as we open it, does this look closer? Uh, not really. Uh-oh, spaghetti They had the courtesy of at least wrapping it. They wrapped it this time. What are we looking at? If it's a little big town, I'm going to poop. I will literally poop. <laughs> It is country artist Little Big Town. <laughs> it is Little Big Town, confirmed. I like you can see it there three yeah. times in a row. Three times in I a row. I would say there's a very severe shipping problem over there in their warehouse. Yep. So it is Little Big Town. I kind of had a feeling, <laughs> but at this point, at this point. What I paid for it was already like really cheap. Yes, like you got. And I got three quilts out of it. This is amazing, Jared. So, like, I I really want to like, like, is this like a website that just has this, and they're just trying really hard to like coast off the fact they only have little big town quilts? I don't know, but they supposedly have it of all different types of arts and shows and music. So, I mean, like, I would understand if like. This website only had two options, and they sent you this. Like, it's still unexcusable for the third time to get the wrong blanket. But like, if they only had two things versus a bunch of options, like, how do you keep messing sending this up? Sending a country artist, Little Big Town. Like, even like, okay, so we're with this company. We're on our third try. Like, we should really make sure we get the right one. Like, no, the same mistake three times in a row. I uh, <laughs> I would really you need to email them back and explain what happened. I just w- I want to read their reply email to the third time sending you the exact same wrong blanket. I uh, at this point, I think it's too funny. Well, no, you still like I think just like the last little closure of the joke was like, hey, the third time you sent me this, and like I just want to hear their reaction. Yeah, you didn't make this right, guy. You didn't make this right. Maybe I'll just reply, you know what, at this point, I'm assuming you don't have it, and I don't care. I just like it for the joke. My $5, and I'll keep these. I'm not even going to ask for the refund. (laughs) Just like, yeah, like, you can, like, go ahead and feel free to send me another blanket, but I really don't expect it. Yeah. Honestly, I think four Little Big Town blankets is too much for one household. Uh, Three, but. Well, if they sent you a fourth one. Yeah, that is a good point. Because at this point, I'm convinced that that's just all they have. (laughs) <laughs> how neat is that though it's interesting let's say right here watch the third unopening sorry the third unwrapping of a little big town blanket <laughs> country artist little big town country artist little big town this house is just swimming in blankets so i uh i know i don't bring a lot of topics to the table <laughs> some might say borderline lazy and my excuse <laughs> is hey i edit the show get off my dick so <laughs> It's a very specific part of your body for them to be on. Yeah. Is that how people pressure you, Jared? So I brought two topics to the table. Not one, but two. Not one, but two. Not two blankets, but three. I know. Well, first off, (laughs) this little big town thing. I that just that that just very natural us sitting here. Natural segue. Um 
I don't know. I'm baffled. I'm baffled, too. This is fascinating. I thought it was nice that they at least had the courtesy to wrap it twice. They, they extra wrapped it because um, of severe illness. But So, the first one is... I was kind of down in the dumps a couple days ago. Some might say, oh, it was just a cloudy day. Some say it was, hey, forgot to take the meds. But <laughs> be that as it may... We can argue all day about we this. We can argue all day about what it is. So I decided to jot down little things that make me smile or find joy. Now, I only jotted down two things, so that really it's wasn't not the an main exhaustive point. Less, I, just, I hope it's not an exhaustive No, list. it's not. Okay, I, it's, it was, but I want to know, what is one of the simple things in life, because I also thought about enjoy the little things. So what is a little thing in life that makes you smile or you find joy? And maybe it'll make you reflect on it now if you're like in a pissed off mood or, you know, they fuck up your blanket shipment. <laughs> Three times in a row. Three times in a row. Um, referring to ducklings as duckies. Okay, that's a good <laughs> one. Happy. Duckies! Oh. Yeah, I like that. It's even better when the context you use it is you're at the park with somebody who knows you, and like there are also other people at the park, and then you yell out duckies, and everybody looks at you and your friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I would I would look over it with confusion at first, but then if I saw the babies duckies. swimming around, I'd be, oh, duckies. Duckies. Um, okay, mine was I was driving home from band, and there was a car driving by on the highway, and I just saw a dog head out the window, and he just was living the life. happiest. And I said, <laughs> if I could find that much joy in life, I'd be complete. Like, <laughs> I don't need money. I don't need fancy things. I just... Need my head out the window. I just... To be that happy over something we take for granted. More people need to just do that, I think. Just, like, drive with your head out the window. It was just like, any time I see a dog, it doesn't fail to put a smile to my face. Just a dog with his head out the window? Yes. Interesting. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, when I get food for takeout, and it's really good. Okay. Like, I've been working at the farmer's market with my girlfriend and her bakery, and, like, I've been enjoying, like, their, like, really cool stands like there's like this taco stand that's really good and there's like this hot dog stand that's really good and just like just like the first bite of something that's really good and you just like to like exclaim it even though you don't have to exclaim it like man this is really good and then everybody looks over right like oh i guess he likes it a lot or something but that moment of that first bite is like something you bought that was really good okay like hey i spent five dollars on this and i only have a little bit of buyer's remorse all right. Not a huge amount because, like, I always have buyer's remorse. Money is scarce, but a little bit less than I normally would. All right. I could have just waited until I got home to have, like, rice cakes or something, but I went the extra mile and I bought myself a $5 taco. All right. Um, another thing that gets I get pleasure out of, uh, I would say when our small friend group or when one of us in a large group has a joke that one of us in the group finds funny that everyone else gets frustrated or annoyed with. <laughs> like you and I having a 20-minute argument about our move for risk. Yes. 
and also uh, bathroom time. Bathroom. I was like, I was going to bring up bathroom time. Bathroom time. We'll get a special mention later. Yeah. Let's say we touched on this, and I think it's important enough to really go back and discuss it in detail, and especially what led up to us needing to discuss it in detail. But we'll get to that. But it it even gets the point in the uh oh poopy poopy. That's a <laughs> um, great YouTube video. Like. I don't care what you say. Like, how old do you think I should be to enjoy that? Yeah. Years? I love that video. I'm trying to think. Similar to that, like, I remember when we were at we were at a friend of ours' party. It was actually Patrick. He was having a little pool party. Social distancing, of course. Don't yeah, honest. we were three Not to say. I, I had, my, face was, my face was underneath the water. I was fine. <laughs> they kissed closed mouth. Say, we, <laughs> it was Eskimo kisses. Eskimo butterfly kisses. <laughs> but yeah, um, he was talking about grading students' work, and he mentioned like something about how like they couldn't like their handwriting, something about like their handwriting like being like I forget what it was, but essentially someone said something about it not being handwriting; it was computer typing, mm -hmm. and just like the whole group got silent for a little bit. And it just made me so happy. Uh, I like it when I'm not the victim of it, but if someone like myself puts in a painful pun <laughs> randomly in conversation, it just comes in naturally. Like uh, we were all at the winery, and I was talking about how the one day an eagle flew over, and Patrick was like, a bald eagle? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it had full <laughs> head of hair. But anyway, no, and I just like kept it going naturally. <laughs> Those are the kind of comments that I wish I made to strangers more and then just walked away and let them sit. Yeah. Hey, if this is yours now, I left you with this. It's a nice little gift for your moment. <laughs> you, can, you can sit here and think about it and then wonder if it was supposed to be a joke or if I'm an idiot. Or, yeah. That's the kind of mark I'm going to leave on people's days. All right. Uh, the last one I listed was uh, Gangsta Boo. Just the name. <laughs> just the name. Gangsta Boo. For those of you who don't know, that is a female rapper. It's a female rapper. I really don't know any of her music except a couple songs from Run the Jewels and Outkast that she's been featured on. I just, the name makes me smile. It does. Uh, I think it's stupid, but at the same time, that might be, I don't know if that's like me speaking from a white perspective. Like, it just feels like a stupid name. You better check your privilege. I need to check my privilege, because I don't know, like, maybe, like, where her upbringing was. That was a more normal kind of, like... Kind of how they spoke, that like kind of inflection came across, and like that was just like a normal thing to hear or something. But for my farm town ears, is the name Gangster Boo just like it just doesn't compute with my current software? I don't know. It makes me smile. And, like, that's, like that's the thing. Like I don't, I can't take it seriously. That's why it doesn't compute. Like I definitely, yeah. it does not leave the impression it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Like no, I don't feel intimidated. But it, you know what? It brings me joy. And it's, I want to check out her music just because of the name. Sure, that's fair. You I'm know just, what I mean? I do know what you mean, yeah. Like, it's like a marketing tactic. Like, if, I mm -hmm. like if my name is something really strange and noteworthy because it's strange, people look into me just because they think it's strange. Yeah. I get it. Like, I get it. DMX. I don't know what that's supposed know. to mean. Demix. Demix. But you know what? I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, Bajoric. Interesting. I'll buy a blanket of that. I'll buy a quilt. <laughs> I'll try to buy a quilt. Little Big Town. <laughs> you would think I am number one Little Big Town fan. What if What if this company is owned by Little Big Town? <laughs> it and might. Like, this is like their guerrilla marketing tactic. Like, what if we set up a fake company that sells quilts, it's but it's actually front. ours? And that's just like they just like force their quilts down people's throats. Yeah. I mean, 
I, at this point, I don't have enough evidence to uh, argue against it. And the weird part is, I can't show to this company that they're pixelated because the I'm going to show you this. Okay. So I'm going to take a picture right no, now. No, 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 no. Look through my camera lens. Look at how clear that is. Let me just help this out. Like definitely better. Yeah. Does it, is it not, especially this one in the corner? Here, let me hold it up for you at the proper distance. It doesn't look great, but it's definitely better. Just describe what you're seeing, like from the right distance. You know what, Sharon? This is an anomaly. I don't fully understand. Explain, talking to the mic and show, tell people. I don't fully understand how to explain. There's something with, like, I'm sure there's something with, like, how cameras work that makes this make sense. And if you're... If you're one of them educated types, you're more than welcome to explain it to me at some point. But like, just from my country town brain, it just doesn't com like it doesn't compute how how a blurry thing suddenly becomes clear comes clear when it's in a camera. I don't get it, but you know, maybe I'm just not meant to get it. So, as I looked back on the website and saw the people holding it up from there, I'm starting to think I'd been duped. But at the same time, it's not like I chose a well-established yes. uh as we found the out. name of the company was called groove blankets or grove blankets one of those all right let's do a little bit of iphone searching no let's not i'll be too depressed <laughs> can we please eh. well just don't look at my phone you just talk your turn to stall okay well i just came in with two topics not to brag or anything and i came in but, with uh, the last four or five all right. episodes worth of topics yeah but you know it's not the same so this Grove last blankets, one, for those of you interested in getting a little big town blanket and only that. What if you ordered a little big town blanket? I oh my! Do you think I should try? Say hey, let's try this one more time. Send me a little big like put an order for a little big town blanket, and if a bajor blanket comes in, oh hey look, they're having a sale as they have been all year. There's a sweatshirt with a blue lion, and we have a cap blanket. Let's let's go with the blankets. Let's. Let's do a little bit of looking into this. I want to search. All right, go for it. Little Big Town. And if it says, we are the site for you, Little Big, little big Town Quill, $49.99 to $84.99. Wow, what a deal. About to say, that's the one, the one I'm looking at right now on this website is the one that is just thrown on your floor. Mm-hmm. And now let's see how great the image looks. Well, actually, they don't even have one. They didn't even try to hide. There's not an image because they know this is what you're getting. Oh, nope, there it is down there. Down at the bottom. It's loading. I mean, well, I also don't have great internet. But you know what? That's not the point. Well, my small My concern is their inventory. Like this company. On the website, those pictures look really nice. I know, but look at how far away they're holding them. They are holding it far away because Just like we did. Well, you, everybody knows that with art, it's meant to be seen at a distance. Mm -hmm. Similar to that, with blankets, they're meant to be seen at a distance. Yeah, I guess so. You're supposed to sleep with your blanket at a comfortable distance. So, at a social distance. At a social distance. Six feet or more. I'm not sure what to make of that. So, so anyway, I guess I'll come with my other topic since... Uh, I have topics. I came prepared. Let's say, I did too. Uh, I have topics, Jared. I have a dream journal. And normally I don't oh, remember another. my dreams, but I know I've analyzed some of your dreams. And some say it's an unproven science. Some say it's quackery. But... <laughs> Quackery. <laughs> There's this little thing, like when you take, like when you take any sort of word and turn it into like 
like a verb almost with an R-Y, like Uri. Quackery. Does that bring joy to you? Tom, it does. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Douchebaggery is one of my douche favorites. Douchebaggery. Douchebaggery is like one of like the only contexts I use the word douchebag. The douchebaggery in this situation. Like an, I think. Sorry, it's not a verb. It's a, an adjective, you, I guess. You had mentioned it as a passing comment, yes. but libtards also brings a smile <laughs> to my face. I don't agree with it, uh, yes, that's, but there is just something about. Say, I've seen a number of arguments on Facebook lately where someone's trying to make like a like a really information-heavy post, but they started off with libtards believe. And I'm like, all right, guy, I'm not sure where to put you on the academic spectrum. All right, so here's a dream journal entry. This is the first dream I've remembered in a long time because I think it, unfortunately, it applies to my life. All right, so I'm 27 in this dream, but I'm living in my parents' house. So my sister and brother-in-law never moved up. Okay. From Texas. Um, I'm going to hop in the shower. So I have my shirt off. And for some reason, my mom was stepping in to check on something. And she happens to see my tattoos. Oh, no. So I try to have Apocalypse my arm. scenario. I hold my arm in front of myself and turn with my back, probably not even thinking about how my entire back is covered. <laughs> so then I turn around with my hand behind, my arm behind my back and just try to go back into the bathroom. So my mom just kind of does a little uh, smile and shakes her head. And she says to me, I love the way they look. And while she doesn't approve of my choice, she's relieved and grateful that I took the process seriously and went to a qualified and talented artist. So your dream is being accepted for your choices. My dream <laughs> is actually not having to go around wearing long sleeves for two years. No, a year and a half. Let's say, Jared, you can make this situation happen. Yeah, but that's not... I think it's wishful thinking for my mom to have that expression because that wouldn't be her. We don't <laughs> Just a nice this. little smile and shake of the head. So is that the whole dream? That was the whole so the, dream. Just, so like literally the entire gist of your dream is that your mom accepts your actions. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not very hard to analyze. I was to say, I'm trying to think. Nikki had a dream last night that she told me about when I got to work today that we were getting married and then we were setting up for her wedding and stuff and like, Things like that that aren't excited to talk about. But then I went to to the bachelor party, and then a picture surfaced on Facebook where it was me with another girl that's naked. Oh. And then she confronted me about it, and I didn't understand what was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what's the big deal? <laughs> well, like, let's analyze this from her perspective. Did you, did you tell her to lighten up? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a bachelor party. This is what you do. It's an American... It's like a staple of American All culture. Right. So write a passage yeah. to have your bachelor party and then have anonymous sex I think with it, a real involved. I think it goes with your disdain for Facebook. Because <laughs> you have openly expressed how much you... I will add, there's an interesting detail I can update you later, obviously, because it pertains to like people's names, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. I'm trying to think, did I ever talk about my dream about getting engaged a couple months ago? Oh, I, I don't think... Yeah, like I've told Nikki about this. Like I had a dream where I accidentally proposed to her and another girl. Like the other girl, oh, like it happened the, on accident. The and then, classic. The classic, yeah, the classic double engagement. But like the other girl, I didn't mean to. But then I felt bad because she was really excited. And then the whole dream was me just trying to figure out how I was going to make this. How work. you were going to have two families, <laughs> how two lives. Make, how am I going to make this work? So that was the dream. Me being too nice to break 
off an engagement that was an accident. Well, I mean, you can't obviously work. You're going to work's got to be with one family, and then... Oh, no, I'm going to school. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Oh. I'm at college. Oh, I'm going... I got a membership at the local Elks Club, so I'm going to go and have a drink with the guys. And then that's when you have family dinner or maybe have catch with your child at the one. Say I'm one of the families would think I have a traveling job. You know what? This is doable. We can work our way around it. But it, you're not doing it because you're a sleazeball. You're doing it because you don't want to hurt her feelings. Exactly. Like, it was an accident. It was an accident. And you know, at this point, I'm buckled in. And then I guess if your other wife asks you, where the hell were you? You make a beeline for the bathroom and you shut the door because she knows to respect bathroom time. She knows time. bathroom time. Which brings us to this point. Bathroom time. When we had Patrick on the show and we were talking about wiping our butts with socks and bathroom time, it's a thing we kind of glazed over, but essentially bathroom time is the just age-old, timeless principle that whatever happens into the bathroom is your own business, and you are allowed to share that with others if you choose to, but there is nothing anyone can do to make you talk about what happens in the bathroom when it's just you. May that be showering, brush your teeth, going to the bathroom. Like, it's up to your level of comfort. And it was brought up because there were a couple posts on Reddit where certain couples or a a significant other tried to confront the other about doing something weird in the bathroom. Essentially, we were doing a similar conversation that we had with Patrick at a campfire where it was like another, like, Reddit relationship advice thing, but it was a different situation, and... It got very heated. It was a very yeah. heated argument. Basically, instead of socks, it was butter. It was that's butter, all and get. it wasn't wiping. It was shoving it. People, no. Well, yeah, that's People the assume that they were shoving butter up their butt. We are not going to get into that part, but we're just saying bathroom time came up a lot, and, like, people were not on board with what bathroom time was, and there was... Yeah, which I actually have a third cliffhanger option that I thought about. All right, go ahead. Oh, he could have had hemorrhoids. Oh, that too. It feels nice to have that butter on my roids. Yeah. I, I, scr- I, I grunted too hard one day, and my butthole came loose and just fell out. You ever had hemorrhoids? I have not. I they're not. A, they're not. I'm sure it's not. They're awful. So, you know what? And it's bathroom time. It's so. bathroom time. But, yeah, like, and also, a small preface. One of the people we were heatedly arguing with is a doctor, and then Patrick is soon to be a doctor. So yeah. the other side has the education, like, has, like, the level of degree. And the, but we have... Like, the stance of being right on our side. Yeah. And all the other ones also have really successful careers. That's also true. But you know what? But we're, we work for a small business. We each work for small business, That is though. true. We're, we are the backbone of America. <laughs> sure. And speaking of which, tips, man. Tips. Tips are the amazing. best. Amazing. Not having to work, not having to be like a server or something and still getting tips is a great deal. I mean, you're technically still providing customer you service. You are providing customer service. You're just not like cleaning up people's dirty dishes or being treated like crap. Well, that's a, I mean, I'm not getting treated like crap, but I am technically serving you people. You are, but you're stuff. not like the level that I'm, you would as a server. Yeah. Like you're picking up like wine glasses. True. It's, it's a class here. Definitely class here, but yeah, tips are great. And one of what else is great? Bathroom time. It is. Because, you know what? I could have a third world slave trafficking ring, but if it's run through my bathroom and the door's closed... It's bathroom time. The authorities would be like, look, we can't, we can't say, issue like, this if, warrant. If it's bathroom time. If they are respectful time. adults, they would respect bathroom time. Exactly. Bathroom time 
that's your business. What, like, how I poop, how I shower, how I brush my teeth, how that I is, smuggle humans and drugs. That, into too, the that world. is up to me to share with you as my comfort with you is. But like, if I don't ever like want to do that, like, we can be the most intimate marriage in the world, and like, I still don't want to share my poops with you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you to talk to me when I'm on the bathroom. Jared broke this rule. He screamed at me when I was using his toilet earlier, right before we started. Well, but you left the door open. I did. So it was there are some entry. They came right through the back door. Through there the are some. I'm, okay, I'm going to love with it. Still, bathroom time falls under this. It's That was on me for not getting it to shut the whole way. Also, it's all good. All good. also on you for having a carpeted bathroom. Well, you know what? I apologize. It's, I didn't choose should, the floor. Not only should you apologize, but you should fix this. Carpeted bathroom skeeved me out, Jared. I don't own this place. I'm not just going to rip up the carpet. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Dad, Dad it's it was bathroom car- time. Dad, it's <laughs> Close time. the door in his face. Plus, this is a carpeted bathroom. What were you thinking? Yeah. It feels warm on the feet, but also leaves mildew everywhere. Yeah. You lift these things up, there's going to be mold for days. I hope not. Yucky, yuck, yuck, Jared. Yeah. But, you know, so in the sacredness of bathroom time, it's we just felt, you know, this woman was being very aggressive. Yes, like in the Yahoo post. Yeah. The person, Reddit. like... Yeah, sorry, the Reddit post. Yeah, the Reddit. <laughs> I don't think anyone's done Yahoo Well, we're going to do answers. Yahoo in a little bit, buddy. Oh, That's, really? I've, I accidentally showed my hand a little bit, but... Buckle in, buddy. Where are we going to Yahoo? But anyways, yeah, so like Reddit, this person, like there was this this girl that was like questioning her significant other. Like she wasn't, they weren't married yet, but like the main point of contention, I think, was the fact that they were dating. And like their point was like, as this serious dating couple, he owes it to her to explain what's happening to the butter that's going missing. And that's what the vast majority said. The vast majority Um, said that, but I will admit. Now, did I was I very verbal in this debate? No, but was I Josh's hype man and say threw in little keys? Yes, I say it was. I carried a good bit of the discussion weight, but every a couple minutes, Jared would jump in. Dude, it's bathroom time because like that's really the only argument. We As needed. a hype man would do, or I didn't. Then I introduced. It could be a cultural thing. It could be. That's it. It could be cultural. Maybe people. I just put in those little nuggets to just be like, yeah, that. To say that like, a lot of things got thrown around, very little like we never came to a consensus, but I think there's a greater respect for bathroom time out of it, though. I think so too. Like people now understand it, and like the concept is like in their head a little bit. The better, sanctity and that's of all bathroom time. Say bathroom time. Disrespect it. Like I get that yeah. you want to like have an intimate relationship at the same time, though. Like don't give us a tomfoolery. Not to say like, you can't give me an ultimatum. Either I share with you my bathroom time, or you leave. Like that's that's not fair. That's no, not it's, fair it's to a good me. point. And it's also setting you up for heartbreak. Because I know what I gotta go with. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I mean, it's like I said in the other one. If my significant other's doing that, I must have done something to upset him. It's okay. Sorry. You just say sorry and move on. Just say sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. But I want to know what's happening with the butter. Well, I can't tell you that. Yeah. Well, not that I can't. I just don't. I choose not to. And that is yeah. bathroom time. My rights under bathroom time law say I don't have to share this with you, but... And then Patrick said something about, you know, that's not the keys to a healthy relationship. And you know what I said? I'm going to start out with a dog. i got to learn how to love something before I start a relationship. <laughs> there has to be this concept of love before I can yeah. dive in. See, I've always been, like, distant with things because I don't want to get too close to, say, to You things. buy a kid a fish before you buy him a dog. Yeah. You so, get a man a dog before you get him a girlfriend. It's just Exactly. Nice. You know, it's just like, i got to practice, do I have a soft spot in my heart? Yeah, I guess I can allow it. Yes. So, kind of... This sparked an idea for a new segment, like, 
Ask Josh and Jared is going to be the segment title because I was listening. If I'm further inspired, I was listening to a different podcast earlier. My brother, my brother, and I is another podcast I started listening to. It's a similar to our podcast. It's like a comedy podcast, but it's more focused on answering just like questions, and they go to Yahoo Answers a lot. So, oh, I like that. We could scroll through a little bit and just like look at some questions and like answer them. So this one is. How can I help my sister lose weight? And essentially the main idea behind this question is... Read it. Um, it's a long one. It's just... I don't care. We've got a lot of time to oh fill. Oh my gosh, yeah. We could fill that with actual content. Okay, fine. My sister's obese and has a few medical problems. Like, yeah, like essentially these two sisters, like they both are like predisposed to be heavier set. But like one took like her health more seriously and lost a bunch of weight. And the other one just can't seem to do it and also blames her a lot that she can't lose weight. Blames so, the sister? Blames the sister that did lose weight that the other one can't. So what is our advice on this? How can we help this person's sister lose weight? All right. Um, here's what I did to lose weight. <laughs> I started working out every day and... I did intermittent fasting. So I would do my 12 hours was basically through I'd go to bed and not eat anything till noon. And then I'd eat something really small. And then in the evening, I'd pop some Aleve or some pain pill and then go for another run. So I was doing two workouts in the day. And then sometimes I would eat a meal at night. Sometimes I wouldn't. Now, I just want to need it. I'm going to be honest, two and a half or three weeks into this, I started getting like tunnel vision and borderline passing out during my workouts. But I mean, that was just my body processing the fat. Like, you know, like, nope, like you hurt to gain muscle mass. Exactly. If your body is not like shutting down, you're not doing it right. You're You're not doing it hard enough. Also, don't drink water because water weight's bad. Water weight is the source of a lot of weight problems. Yeah. So. If you dehydrate yourself, that scale will always be in your favor. Yes. Water adds like 10 pounds. It does. So, I don't know. I mean, based off my experience, so I dropped about 40 pounds in a month. Um, was it the right way? Eh, maybe. I, say, I mean, it's one of those things, like, results-wise. I guess, Absolutely. technically. Did I feel great about it? No. No, but here we are. Here we are. Now you're on a very good bicycle, like bicycling habit. Yeah, getting there. Yeah, <laughs> sure am. <laughs> um, I think what I would suggest is, I think this kind of pertains to like how often you're at your sister's place or if you live together. It's definitely easily if you easier, oh cut her off. If you like, li- don't well, see her. Um, are you close with this sister? That's not how to lose weight. Jared. Can you that's burn this like, bridge? That's how to remove yourself from the problem, which is different. That's a different answer. Oh, I uh, might not be good at giving advice. <laughs> um, I think I'm the wrong person I to ask for health advice. Is I would try to convince her that she already ate. Oh, like, like when she wakes up, like you already have things set up, like it's later in the day than it is, or like you chloroform her, and then like when she wakes up, she's she at sees the crumbs. Let's say she's at the table with a plate covered in crumbs. Like, yeah, we just ate. What are you? What are you talking about? Like, I fell literally like, no, you didn't fall asleep. We're fine. Yeah, are you feeling okay? You must be eating too much or something. Or so yeah, like I would try to convince them that they already did eat, but secretly they haven't. And then also increase the heat of the house a little bit. So yes, they're sweating. That is, that is a good idea. Um, wrap yourself in saran wrap. Because even if you're just watching TV, then yeah. 
Losing that water weight. That water weight. Um, I think also, since they are, it says that this person is obese, um, I would go to their very large pairs of sweatpants, and I would make secret, I would work on my sewing stoves and make secret compartments, and I would fill those compartments with sand. Mm -hmm. So as they walk, they have the extra weight. So every movement they do is a little bit of exercise. So yeah, that's that answer. Now, who gave the better advice? Um, That's up to the audience. Yeah. We'll kind of take a poll. What do you guys think? Um, just yell it out from your window, and we'll hear you. <laughs> What's funny about this is most of this y'all who answered are just like so much divisive political party stuff. Like this is what will liberals do to prevent crime? Like that's a very I don't. All right, here's what they'll do. Nah, never mind. There was a libtard one earlier on. <laughs> this one's interesting. BLM, the new Nazi. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm gonna say no because it's about. It's not about hate, and the Nazi party was literally one, founded on say, I looked into this one. I think hate. this one was posted as a joke, but why is there a double standard when it comes to sexual interaction with a child? <laughs> Here's like, the reason. A child's brain isn't fully developed and capable of making decisions that are healthy or beneficial for themselves and others. Well, the way this one is approached, the best answer on here says, if a child sucks on a woman's breast, it's for milk. If a child sucks on a man's breast, it's probably for the man's sexual pleasure. But yes. I don't want to dare down this Again, rabble. It was just something that stood all out. All I'm going to say is it's simple as this. Child's brain, not <laughs> fully developed. Is David Koresh a more impactful historical figure than George Washington? Um, unfortunately, if we're talking 90s up, Yes. That's what, okay, so there is, what's frustrating is there's What a is couple, that one with all the E's? There's, like, there's a couple joke ones on here, which I don't like. I just want, like, ones that don't. I want real. If they're joke ones, I want them to sound through stupid. This one's like, are Mormons good or are they strange? So there's, like, a bunch of E's. It's really. Uh, they're good. I'm just going to say, I've never met a mean Mormon person. There's Have one, you? There's the one I love. I don't think so. Yeah. I haven't met too many, though. It's my small town perceptions are super. So here's one I liked a lot. That's earlier. My dog is going to die. And then the question, if I had my black lab since I was little and now I'm 17, we've had him since he was a puppy and we found out today at his vet appointment that he has a spleen tumor and will die within a few months. So my dog is going to die with a question mark. Like it's hard. I'm not entirely sure how to answer this because I'm not sure like what specifically they're asking. Like it sounds like your dog's going to die. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. 17, you had him when a puppy. That is an amazing say, lifespan. That is a long lifespan. That, so like, that alone means, yeah, your dog is probably going to die. Soon. Yeah. So in terms of like, and, like, whenever you see photos of centenarians, the joke we make is, my God, if I was that age, I'd be like, kill me. Yeah. I'm sure your dog is thinking that same mindset. Because there's a point where you get so old or you're so immobile, especially in, like, dogs and labs where their hips go and the arthritis. Like, you got to... You got to ask yourself, is your dog happy right now? <laughs> is your dog standing with his face outside the window as you drive by happy? Or is he laying there in the living room longing for the sweet release of death? The sweet embrace of death. Um, here's an interesting answer like, from Stephen K. Remove the spleen. You can survive without it easy. I suspect that your parents don't want to show out the dollars for the operation. Your parents are tight asses with money and don't give a crap about you, you and your beloved pet's feelings. <laughs> yes, Steve, very nuanced answer. You really understand what that is getting at. When did Democrats start hating USA? 
Is that just the broad or that's just, that's description? Just like, that's just the question. I'm not looking into it just because I know exactly what this person is digging for. In what way would Joe Biden make America dream? Yeah, like, this is what's frustrating about it right now. There's a lot of nonsense with Reflectable. But this one is one I haven't read yet, but the tagline is, should I seek help? All right, let's <laughs> let's listen. I feel like I go above and beyond for people. I'm always trying to please people and be a nice and caring person. I feel that I get taken advantage of because of that, and people walk all over me. This usually occurs when I'm at work and when I drive home. I think about all of the anger that I have inside of me that I've repressed because I'm always trying to be the nice guy. The more I think about the anger I get to the point where I start laughing hysterically, I can make the joker blush. Usually once I get done laughing, all is good, and I go on the rest of my day. But sometimes it feeds into this maniacal rage, and I'm speeding down the road, weaving in and out of lanes. This is something to be concerned about okay did i, I really, type this up i really like, hope that this one this one towards the end it sounded like it got more and more off the rail but i really hope this isn't a joke just because that like, okay so i will say three quarters of that literally sounds like it came off of my <laughs> i think yeah you should anybody that like is like emotionally prodded into laughing maniacally I think needs help <laughs> yeah I'll admit I don't laugh maniacally <laughs> that's right the part with like weaving back and forth through traffic I think yeah I would get it like I was never when I was in college my group is taking advantage of me ha 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 in and out of traffic <laughs> running and laughing maniacally through the library right, this is another one like it doesn't I don't understand. It has just because. All right, people. Just because you put a question mark on your sentence doesn't make it a question. Like it just it messes with my ability to read the inflection of it. So my son is a piece of crap. No, my son is successful. So it says, no, sorry, my son is a piece of crap. My son grew up to be a very successful CPA. He has a PhD at his own company. The only problem is he is a. <laughs> he is a. So, I'm not shit sure, idiot. Say I'm not sure what. Shithead idiot. It's all Asher, so I don't know what the purpose is. But he's an idiot. When I visit him, sometimes he makes Oh, he me... is a fucking idiot. Okay. He makes me play basketball or eat cookies and milk. He <laughs> When I visit him, sometimes he makes me play basketball or eat cookies and milk. He also, when he comes over my house, he loves to dance. <laughs> you idiot. When I visit him, I expect him to tell me his secret. <laughs> How do I put it? What? How do I make him? When I visit him, I expect him to tell me his secrets, not eat cookies and milk. How do I put pressure on him to expose success secrets? I yeah, this is definitely a troll one. Like as like the first who's on the, like the first response is like yeah, this is like a troll. But yeah, this is. Having said that, I really like that question. That's what you say. Like wording wise, that is a really funny question to read. But yeah, like this is stop posting joke questions, people. Let like. Let the actual, like, stupid but genuine questions come in. But, like, yeah, this is the second one I see us coming back to. But All right. It's interesting. Is it true that male liberals are born with the innate ability to lactate? <laughs> That's a good question. Is this true? Dr. Patrick, let us know. Yeah. Where's the lib turtle on? There was one very early <laughs> really, on. That expression. It's really no, it's It's ignorant and unnecessary. But it it puts a smile to my face, and I feel like that's one where at least I'm. It's not hurting anyone. Maybe it is. Maybe me just not being on social media or like looking into it. Maybe that is offensive. But I can't be mad if someone says libtard. I just chuckle. Uh, here's one I do like. Someone aged my car. What do I do? So what does someone do when they egg their car? Uh, wash it off as soon as you can. That's true. The acidity in the eggs will eat away at that paint. But what do you do with the emotional toll, Jared? Um, 
Well, you just don't get attached to your car. First off, don't that name is it. True. Do you not don't. name your car. I think it's fine to name your car as like a fun. That's thing, how like, you get attached. Don't though. get it. Like I name my cars, and I am far from attached. Like, to oh, them. Betsy! Betsy was in an accident today, and then you see like a totaled car, and it's just like, dude, it's cars and pets. Don't get. Don't name them. <laughs> never name your pet. Name. Never name your pet. Oh, here's interesting. Why conservatives are living their own world. That's an interesting, like, response to Libtard is conservative. Are living their own world. Let's say it's not a well-worded question, so I'm not going to read it, but I just want, there it is. Why do libtards say, why do libtards say white silence is white consent? I don't feel like going down the racial route right now. But yeah, just, that's, you know, that's not our, uh, that's not our bread and butter. That's not our bread and butter. That's not kind of how we, that's not how we operate with things, you know, so. Uh, moving on, though, so I have another new segment also kind of inspired by today a little bit as I was listening to some podcasts. Like, I heard some people talking about movies, and I figured we could have a new segment where we take movies that we really don't like and figure out how we could fix them. Okay. So which one would you like to start with, Jared? Does like, a movie you hate come to mind immediately? Um, oh, boy. I'm trying to think recent. Have I seen anything recently that I was... I feel like you might have an idea, so well, let's they, start like, with one. Well, one of the podcasts I was listening to was like real. They really like Titanic, and I really don't like Titanic. Yeah, I don't care for Titanic. So like, yeah, how could we fix Titanic? All right. Well, first off, we either kill Jack before the stupid door scene, or true, true, or uh, I don't know. None of them make it out alive, or you know what? We just have a. We just don't make the movie. I think. That was I was, was going to say. We're really movie, focused but. on the special effects because I will say, while I'm not a Titanic fan, I'll say James Cameron does go all out. Yeah, he really does like master the scenes and the settings, and um, like so, it's like I appreciate the setting of Titanic, but I'd rather it had been like a narrated documentary. <laughs> this big motion picture, I would much rather just be a documentary. Yeah. So I think the first thing is make Titanic documentary. I think I, my big beef with a lot of these like historical non-fictiony sort of movies, but like have like a fictional kind of element to them, is that the fictional element is always a love story. Yeah, I like it. Like Pearl Harbor did that too. Like I really. In the scope of, like, a big ship running into an iceberg and sinking, I really don't give two craps about Leonardo DiCaprio's love thing. Yeah, and also, I don't either. if I remember it well, like, it really wasn't that deep of a connection. No, not at all. It was Leo DiCaprio's character, Jack, is just really charming, and this girl is rich and hasn't met anybody poor and charming and before. And she's about to m- marry someone that's yeah. char- or rich. And not charming. <laughs> So and instead, like, she hooks up with this guy who's the opposite. And it doesn't car. matter because she's rich, yeah. so there's no consequence. Really, I don't get the appeal of Titanic. I don't either. I need to start just, like, taking these questions to, like, Facebook. Just, like, I want to get, like, um, I want to be able to understand people's response. Like, the scene with the dolphins jumping was pretty neat. They could have made that, like, 30 minutes of, 30 like, the dolphins longer, jumping in front like, of the And then, like, maybe gave us a little bit of, like, biological info on dolphins. I would have and loved maybe talked a, about, yes. like, the migration patterns of dolphins. Okay, so if David Attenborough... <laughs> forget, like, David Attenborough, like... Could have narrated, have it, like, quarter planet Earth, then show a little well, blurb Well, no, like, it doesn't sinking. even need to narrate. We could just have, like, David Attenborough be a character on the movie. So, and, like, he was, like... And, yeah, I'm not opposed to having, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and... What's her name? Kate... 
Blanchett. Winslet? Winslet, not Blanchett. Blanchett. Not Blanchett. It's not Blanchett. Blanchett. No. I get them mixed up. I'm she was be Galadriel, honest. I think, in okay. Lord of the Rings. Not like, there are... We'll get into this later, but there are multiple actors and actresses where I get confused say. of which one is say. Who. I know Lou Diamond Phillips super well, but that is about I it. do too. I, say, I know some actors that I shouldn't know that well just because like they're like <laughs> B actors, but Well, or they're like they'll have cameos on TV yeah, episodes. Yeah. So yes, I am very familiar with Lou, Lou Diamond, Diamond Phillips. Or <laughs> 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 well, he might be the only podcast talking about Lou Diamond Phillips right now. Yep. So anywho. I would say I don't mind having Kate Winslet. Yes. And that sounds right. Leonardo DiCaprio Da Vinci. Fuck. DiCaprio Da Vinci. DiCaprio. I don't mind having them in, but I'd rather it be like those history documentaries where they have them acting and they're like dancing in the background. Like there were many parties in the main ballroom (laughs) and they're like just there dancing around. And he could be one of the minor characters in there. Hell, Billy Zane can still be in there. Um, I, I don't mind any of that, but I would just love... And then they would go on the deck to frequent and sightsee, although they were in the open ocean, so they didn't see much. And then we have, like, Kate Blanchett just there, like, squinting. Say, yeah, not like, actually saying any lines. Like, going off that, yeah, like, David Attenborough, like, he's, like, a character on the movie. Like, he's, like, like, it's like, sorry, he's an actor playing a character, but, like, most of the scenes he's talking, he's not in the shot. So, like, yeah. it's not, he's not narrating. It's not a documentary. What can I it's get just, for you, gentlemen? Uh, Manhattan. Yes. That's where we're heading to. I think they were heading to New York. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. They didn't make it. Didn't make <laughs> Spoiler it. alert. Spoiler to you people that don't. Spoiler alert. If you didn't know about history. If you weren't aware, the Titanic sank. See, if it could have been like like drunk history, I learned more about the Titanic and way more accurately, I would argue. All right. So I'm kind of torn on this particular critique. Like, it's a really long movie. Like it was like one oh, of those, it's like four hours. Yeah, it was like one of those VHS deals where it, it came had four in like of them. Two, it was no, it was only like two tapes. No, but they had all the extra like oh okay the, okay okay the sub yeah all the extra because it was like one of those the documentary stuff that actually would have been you know what if they'd have just put the that flops, out in theaters if, if the actual the movie st- was like the instead was like the tagged on like extra okay. content the fluff that they had for extra content if you'd have made that the main movie you have like this little like fun other video about like with a some story like with... yeah you can have some dramatical reenactments like the historical documentary because obviously we didn't have film of people in Rome and Greece yeah. so it's, I'm fine with seeing yeah. a historical reenactment of what you think they did so yeah i just really don't it doesn't it's also like i understand mass appeal like i want to see a nice love story where this girl and this guy meet and they love each other for very deep and good reasons like that's not me. so let's not attach history to it to say it's like make a love story on a boat that sinks like oh no yeah. it's the titanic though and like the titanic sinks and like all right cool and again it, the but, door like, I think the door should be just done say, away like with. That, like everybody, like the door was big enough for the beyond. Well, I think what we should have done is it was just, al- it was already a stupid love. It story. was a, we, yeah. We might as well finish it with a stupid love story trope. I mean, it was always dumb, and I mean, it, I think it was just now James Cameron uses a lot of symbolism, so I think it was just her symbolism of selfishness. Her selfishness, and also maybe she wanted out of the relationship. Like, yeah, this is like oh. I bet she was like, "Well, he is a poor." I have to say, hood he is rat. one of the poor's. I'm not street rat. I didn't mean to say hood rat. Sorry, <laughs> street rat. <laughs> Sorry, Aladdin from the legendary hood of the <laughs> old English, old English. Um, 
And she was just like, oh, what is this trash? It turned into the smell of your pores would, starting to hurt my She nose. would have been like uh, when we joked about people that took enrichment. Father, I had to take class with the regulars. Yes, that was another today. thing that came. That was, we made fun of people that were in like the special that took gifted classes and advanced when they classes. Were in like middle school and high school. Yeah. Father, they bought their blue jeans at Boscov's. <laughs> <laughs> They drink water from a fountain. <laughs> ew. Ew. They think that just because it's refrigerated makes it any less full of minerals. <laughs> <laughs> Pellegrino, anyone? <laughs> if, and I guess we should make a disclaimer, if you, one of our listeners, happened to be someone that was in, in an enrichment class, Dr. We, Patrick. Will, we will apologize for the way you were brought up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not your fault. It really isn't your fault that you were a bit of a snob and that you just couldn't stand to be in like the same shorter distance as the rest of us normals. Yeah. <laughs> Normies. All right, what's it? You and your 24 let's, let's think math of another cards. movie. Um, All right, let me, let's. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the top hundred movies, and I'm sure there will be one almost immediately that we don't like. That we don't like. Um, how about that movie that I always bitch about? That horror movie, You're Next. Did you ever see that? I never saw You're Next, but go ahead, Jared. Okay, my advice: how to make You're Next better. Let's make the twist not something that every movie has done, and I get it. Every plot to every movie now, is which just one was recycled. Your next? That was the one with the guys with the animal masks oh, that right, were killing right. the yep, people yep. in the mansion. Not uh, not worth my time, personally. Not for me. Just the big twist at the end was just something everyone's done, ever. And I hate when horror movies, which many of them do it, just throw out a half-ass ending at the end. Like, uh, you know, we didn't know how to end this, so... Yeah, so uh, maybe sequel. <laughs> That's okay. That's something that annoys me with horror movies. Like when it's always like, "Is he actually dead? Is the monster gone?" Like, oh, all right, cool. yeah. Couldn't just finish it. Like, you could like have like another horror movie where like, oh, it's back, but you don't have to like finish everyone. Yeah, like, leaving yourself the option to make more money. But let's see. Um, see, these are the one. The list you pulled up are some like really critically acclaimed. Yeah, like. Airplane, I like. Airplane, I would Man's change Labyrinth, nothing. I will never say anything bad yep, about. Can't Besides the fact it was in the wrong language. It should be an American. But, I mean, it's it's got that nice little personal touch. They made up their own language for that movie. You know? Okay, the one improvement that could have been made is if the uh, main uh, bad guy, man, main antagonist main was, bad guy. Lou, was Lou Diamond Phillips. Was Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> really, every movie. Could use just like a little bit more Lou Diamond Phillips. We have seven. What's seven. in the box? I mean, the only thing that got ruined by that is, I guess, Kevin Spacey now isn't viewed highly. I say Kevin Spacey. Well, he is now viewed the same way that his character would have been viewed, I think. Yes. All right, so caveat okay, for so... everybody that was, like, me too or had, like, any sort yeah, of thing with that. Yeah, that's a good point. For you to be allowed to act anymore without us, like, booing you is you have to play the role deplorable. of somebody that is deplorable. So I guess it worked out. And also, just the line of, what's in the box in the alone, box. I would never redo that. I use that line frequently, and I think most people do that know that movie. Uh, for 12 Angry Men, I would have made it uh, 11 Angry Dudes and a disenfranchised one, because that's kind of how it was. There was 12 Angry Men in there, but Henry Fonda was, like, pretty 
pretty civil. I think I would make it 12 um, angry women, just because I don't know why it has to be men. That is true. Or why don't we make it 12 angry thems? Yeah. <laughs> That's... Gladiator. Gladiator. I a mean... A little long. Gladiator, I, I don't know if they're happy. I don't know if they're glad... <laughs> <laughs> so happy eater. Let's call it sad eater. Sad eater is more like this. Mad eater. I was so small nerd side corner. I, I got was a daddy eater. A daddy eater. The daddy eater. I just. <laughs> I made up a term the other day. I was at a friend's house and like their kid asked him to move like this one like swinging chair thing and like he lifted it up by himself and then I called it dad strength. <laughs> That's dad strength. But gladiator, mad eater, sad eater, <laughs> daddy eater. But anyways, Nerd Corner, I was on Amazon, and I got, like, a book for um, D&D, and, like, the one one-star review was, like, the pictures are far too scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, a child will not be able to enjoy this book, but I'm, like, but, like, a child shouldn't be buying, like, the book for a technical game, but it's, like, the whole thing was, like, these pictures are leaning more towards the horror genre, and that would scare a child. <laughs> like, I don't think you should be reading this to your kid before bed, but, you know? That's not my actual choice to bring up. Okay, Avatar. Avatar. All right, so I don't... Let's not make the movie. I don't... Okay, let's not make it. Like, I've never seen all of Avatar, so I should specify that. I've never seen a minute of it. I think from the best change we can make to Avatar is to actually write a new script. Yeah, (laughs) new script entirely. Multiple movies just recycled. Let's say let's not... When we go to write the script for the movie, well, let's, let's not, not coach. <laughs> let's say let's not watch Dances with Wolves and then go to do something creative because like it's just it's very clear like this is Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas, but blue. Yeah, blue and mildly erotic, which makes me uncomfortable because I don't like I don't like animal eroticism. The only thing I want blue is my blue man group. Yes, my blue man group or my dabadi dabadis. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or I'm that so blue dabadi dabadi. <laughs> yes. So for the Eiffel sixty five, Eiffel sixty five, whatever band that was, but yeah, Avatar, um, just do better. Um, animal esque eroticism really is not my cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to say other than yeah. Oh, uh, Lion King. Um, let's not do digital remakes. What about of all these? Movies. That's that's true. Um. I saw it. It wasn't bad, but at the same time, like it's, it wasn't bad because Lion King's not a bad movie yeah. by like the original one. Like that's also with. I just I love the cartoon. Let's how uh, how can we show animals their expression and emotion when animals don't naturally have it? You yeah. make it a cartoon. Yeah. How do we lose that? Oh, let's remake make it, it the and make them so realistic. Say like that's the thing. Like it, it's. It gets props for me for, like, it looks really good. Like, it does, it did meet the hype for that, but, like, that's one of those things, though, like. At what point was this? Yeah, there's, like, it was definitely, it was, it was definitely off-skew in that. Like, I like movies that put effort into it. So, like, Krampus is a movie where, like, yeah, story-wise, it's not the great, but it makes up for it for me for the fact there is a lot of effort. Lion King is a movie where there's a lot of effort into it, but the rest of it isn't enough to make me enjoy it. Like, the effort on its the effort by itself is not enough to make me fully get on board with it. There has yeah. to be a little bit more, but... 
Um, Mary Poppins, I would say let's get a little more chimney soot on Mary Poppins because if she's running around with that guy, I, I guarantee would she would be ashen. Less chimney soot on people's faces because that is getting very close to blackface, and we can't have. Oh, that. that's a good. Mm, I meant on her clothes. Oh, yeah, we're really towing a line on that so one. You have to be careful. You know, now. we can't make that movie anymore. You really can't. They did make Mary Poppins very recently. Uh, West Side Story, can we name the gangs something a little cooler um, than Jets and Sharks? Can we also not make the gangs dance? Everyone yeah. knows that um, wussies dance. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the closest thing I can think of is the Crip Walk, and that's cool. That's so, like, they, they're not, like, doing, like, ballerina twirling. Like, everybody yeah. knows, like, like, wussies dance. Like, not yeah. like, wussies dance. Which is ironic because, like, have you ever seen like a dancer's physique? Like, it's it's oh, it's insane, it's terrifying. Like, dancers and gymnasts, dancers like, the two, and like, gymnasts are like, like the two like most bashed like sports. They're to, like, bashed, be in, like for boys at least. The when specimen, kids. those like you look at the physique of a gymnast in the Olympics doing the iron rings and yeah, stuff. Say, he could, it is he could crush my head. I have to say he could be anybody that would call him a wuss would get absolutely he could by. break my skull with his six pack say, that's like what's infinitely ironic like these sports that people get like made fun of for especially if you're a boy in these sports like yeah man like you are like far like i would absolutely be in the boat that like gymnasts are in far better okay i've never you. seen sunset boulevard but in don't call it sunset if it's black and white because yeah. i want to see a sunset with exactly. color um, the dark, uh, the dark night i would say is really overhyped yeah. A great like performance like, by Heath Ledger, say, but... Good performance, but, like, yeah, a little not overhyped. Not really that... Honestly, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises suffer from the more I see it, the more I find flaws with it yeah. and realize I didn't. Maybe not The Dark Knight as much. Dark Knight Rises definitely was one I saw at the midnight showing and thought, this is amazing, but each progressive time I've realized... I actually didn't yeah, really say, enjoy this like, movie at all. I remember, I remember we went to the theaters twice for The Dark Knight Rise. Was that the last one? Uh, yeah. yeah. The like, one with uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, the very last one. I remember we went to it twice and we really liked it. Then like, as we watched it, it was like, this isn't good. Yeah. And it's like the more times I would see parts on TV, all, I just realized not good. And then nothing kills a... If you're going to have a bad guy have this philosophy or be blah, 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 make sure you can understand it. Yeah, as I say, that's like a thing. Like, it's cool, the idea to have, like, a bad guy with, like, this really intense and, like, like deep, thoughtful philosophy. But, like, yeah, like, with the Joker, like, I still don't... I think that's also kind of in the same realm. Christopher Nolan, don't make a deep movie like that for superheroes. I I don't watch a superhero movie to think. Christopher Nolan absolutely, absolutely ruined any, like... The entire DC hero franchise up to this point was ruined by him just because, like, they set that tone for it being dark, and that's, like, Superman doesn't work dark, Aquaman doesn't work dark, The Flash doesn't work dark. Like, I'm sorry, but if I'm watching a superhero thing, I want to have fun. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't know a damn thing about it. You know what? I had, I had fun. had a good time. It's a I good had movie. a good time. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I good really movie, like this really movie. Really interesting. Really weird Ace Ventura sequel. Odd, yes. Ace Three was a really weird. I thought show. at least once he would talk through his butt, like to oh, some hey, of the animals. Kate Winslet, Titanic. Oh, yeah, you know what? You know what we can do. We should have made sure she only did this movie instead. <laughs> Goodwill Good Hunting. Um, I will say, does he have to be 
a janitor? Can he be a custodian? Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's fair. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> Close enough. Um, moving on. Like, I'm looking for one like we can actually dive into instead of just, like, saying two or three things about. But Yeah. Jurassic Park. Um, do we want to tackle this one? It's too scary. Yeah. It's far too scary. Like, every time I saw Newman on there, I was expecting lighthearted relief. Yeah, say, like, but was... Wayne Knight, I... All his scenes, it was so scary. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, like, it never really gets explained what happened. Like, he lost his arm, but I don't know what yeah, happened Yeah, like, that. where's the rest of him? <laughs> <laughs> like, if he'd have said, I'm in the belly of, like, the dinosaur, I'd have been, okay. The Usual Suspects. Now, here's another movie with um, Kevin Spacey, who, this is actually very appropriate for, like, it's like a good commentary on his life in the future, because it turns out he was this guy that we thought was, I'm assuming, who turned out to be a monster. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. that's true. I mean, never trust a widow's peak. <laughs> that severe. <laughs> never trust a widow's peak. All right, peak. Saving Private Ryan. Um, Too scary. I th- well, I, I like think... my war kind of like fiction movies to be a little more lighthearted. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was honestly. I... Oh, Titanic. Yeah, right yeah. After that. Anyway, sorry. Uh, no, for for Saving Private Ryan, I would say. Yeah, can we make this a little more lighthearted? I know war's not good. I know it's bad. But can we have but, this, like, one, like, talking Jeep or something? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I was longing for a Herbie full of, fully loaded. Like a, like a nice Herbie Saving Private Ryan crossover. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll drive you to Brian. Let's go. Then yeah. Drive <laughs> Saving Private Brian. <laughs> Saving Private Brian. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. Fight Club <laughs> probably needs redone because it's just gotten spoiled a lot. Yeah. The Shining. Not a lot of shiny things in that really movie. really isn't. It's kind of bleak, actually. Um, I don't know. Harry when met, Harry Met Sally. I never saw When Harry Met Sally. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I mean, let's... Uh, I think honestly, I'm gonna like I'm gonna shift a little bit. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think everybody likes, but like I think Cameron is an underrated character in movie history. Which one's he? He's like his friend, like like the one in the hockey sweater. Yeah, like his relationship with like his parents and like his entire thing at the end is like by far the most interesting part of that movie. Ferris Bueller himself as a character, like I really don't care about. It's kind of a yeah, he's kind of a, a jerk jag a off. Bit. Yeah, like like. I get everything I want. Yeah, like, he's, like, everyone likes him, he just does what he wants, but, like, Cameron is, like, an infinitely more interesting character. Yeah, so why don't we make the focus more on him? So that would be an interesting movie, like, really, like, understand his character. That, that is legitimate. Uh, Clockwork Orange, let's make it that we can all understand what they're talking about, because <laughs> the slang's pretty confusing. It's very confusing. Also, uh, rape scenes. Yeah, they're not, uh, not very comfortable. Yeah. Uh, Fargo's a perfect movie. Fargo, I will not change. I'd say, I don't think there's a Coen Brothers movie that I really want to change. At least that I've seen. That I've seen, yeah. that's true. Um, keep on scrolling through this list. The Graduate. I've never seen it. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. I think that's the movie that's based off of. All right, The I... Breakfast Club. I will say, pretty good overall. And I do like the principle as well, but is there any way we can get Lou Diamond Phillips in? Is there? Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, what if he was, like, the really cool librarian that, like, gives him advice, but also, like, fights off, like, a group of, Because I'm like, pretty thugs. sure Lou Diamond Phillips was one of the kids in Stand and Deliver. Was he? 
Maybe. I don't know if that's I could true. Be, I could be wrong. I don't, this could be the Tom Cruise that's Inspector saying, That gadget. doesn't feel like it's true because like, yeah. that one um, child actor that like has had like a lot of like the exposing Hollywood stuff lately. I forget his name. I don't oh, think... Oh, uh, Corey Feldman? That's a... Corey Feldman's in that. I don't think he was a kid at the same time Lou Diamond Phillips was a kid. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it... I, I think might be wrong guy, in that. I no, no, no. I think it's just someone that looks a lot like him. Yeah, oh, is he in that? Angel Guzman. He's the A, chemo, first one in the class. What is Kukulis? Oh, okay, so he was in that. Was he one of the main kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was the main, like, bad, like, the the kid that was running around with gangs, the troublemaker. Okay. Well, I don't know. How about that? Good for you, yeah, Jared. Yeah, the one I just said. What is Kukulis? Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. For you, man. I did not realize so that. So you know what? If the Breakfast Club could have been, like, stand and deliver and get... Okay, so who do we replace in the Breakfast Club to get in Lou Diamond Phillips? I think it would have to be Molly Ringwald because like those yeah. are two like really big names, but like you can't have them both competing. But I feel like if you put Molly Ringwald in like a celebrity pit versus Lou Diamond Phillips, Lou Diamond Phillips wins every time. I guess so. Yeah, that is true. Plus we could have introduced like a transgender thing or like dressing in drag. We could have Kept that would have been a qualities, lot more progressive. Way more progressive. A lot more progressive. Gone with the wind. Uh I don't know, gone with my heart. Forrest Gump. Uh Hmm. I'm trying to think like what historical event did they miss out on? And Forrest they Gump. Should have. Uh, Waco. They missed out they on missed, Waco. They didn't, like, Forrest they didn't Gump, cover Waco. Forrest Gump accidentally being in like the Waco cult. <laughs> the Challenger explosion. The challenger. <laughs> Forrest Gump was on the Challenger, like he was supposed to be on the Challenger. Um, Tiananmen Square. That's that too. There's like they, you know they, they missed, missed out on the whole. They missed 90s. a lot of really important bringing historical. Did they do event. the Berlin Wall? I don't remember. I don't think so. I want to say no, but I don't remember. This is actually a really good list of movies. It's really unfortunate. I was like, look, hoping to like have a movie. That, oh, like, Wizard of Oz. What can we do to improve that? Um, uh, the main CGI lion. What are you doing having a guy in an outfit? CGI. Yeah, I was gonna say having the main person be killed by water. A bucket of water is a little anticlimactic. It should have been like hydrochloric acid. Um, I think they should have made it clearer that all the characters were like family or people in her regular life. Because I know she says, and you were there, and you were there, and you were there. But I was like, nah, you were dreaming, stupid. But it's like, now I get it. Oh, the lion was him, is him. So I really think that could have been clarified. Like, I wish they would have said exactly to me, this was Uncle Bubba. All right, well, I searched for an actual movie to dive into. Let's talk about video games. Since the last time we had a podcast episode recorded, uh, a game that we've talked about frequently, The Last of Us 2 came out. It did. And man, is that a divisive game. So, critically, it is getting rave reviews. It's like top 90% of games, but then like user scores are like like like, three. Like the one website, it does like critic reviews like out of 100, where like fan reviews are like one to 10, and like the fan reviews are down in like the three range, and like it's like emotional, like decay essentially just like a lot of people like giving this game crap just because like it's it's not nice it's not a nice game yeah but i've also heard a lot of big fans of the last of us say the story did not hold like did not uh meet 
desired expectations. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, how high were the expectations is something we need to I don't know. I, one of the per- people I heard about it just said, like, as far as for telling a story, the second one just did not do well. Hmm. Like, I guess that brings up an interesting point, like... How much do we let expectations ruin things for us? Like, how That's many things point. do we experience that could we could definitely enjoy more if it wasn't for that fact we were expecting them to be so much better than what we got? Like, things that, like, they were actually pretty good, but we feel, like, they, really bitter about we it. We put them on such it. a high yeah. pedestal that it wouldn't have been able to live up to expectations. I don't know. So I feel like there's like lots of movies and like the only are... way we'll find out is when we play it. Now it's still sixty dollars. It'll be a while. It'll be probably a couple years till I play it. Okay, here's one. Let's talk about the Minions franchise in general. All right. I really am tired of it. I don't understand. Like, it's like this cute little thing I get, but like the fact they made a whole movie out of like these little yellow guys that can't talk. So I you're not don't... you're not even getting upset right now about like despicable me you're getting upset about the minion the spin-off minion thing in general okay i just don't get like even like adults like have like like really like the minions like i don't understand like why yeah you follow these things so endearingly because like they're not really that cute looking to me like there's like like we had like troll dolls were fun mm-hmm. like those have moved now too but like yeah that was, that was a very sarcastic thing but there's, like, lots of things like that are definitely, like, more endearing than, like, a little yellow, like... Pill? Pill, essentially. It looks like a pill with arms and legs. That, like, can't talk and is annoying. Yeah. I just don't get it. Small sidebar. Okay. Agitated. So what do we do to improve it? Um, Do we change their color? Does I, that help? Like, what is a color that we think would appeal well? Like, maybe a cool blue? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. What if we made them smoking, Jared? What if we had them all smoking? I will never say no to that. (laughs) Anything with a cigarette is just on board. The fact that Despicable Me 3 is, like, one of the highest grossing movies is astonishing. And the fact that Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton one, is right behind it is even more confusing. Yeah. Tim Burton lately, like the last probably 20 years of Tim Burton movies. I don't under, I feel like it's just, there's no focus on the actual story or plot. It's just quirkiness, quirkiness and like scenes and settings. It's like, um, like he has a unique, he has a, uh, a art or direction or setting that's to him. Like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. You can tell a Guillermo del Toro movie. Only, I want to watch it, say, and it has a more conducive plot. Yeah, like, the plot's better, but also, like, like Tim I, Burton movie. I think Guillermo del Toro <laughs> also benefits from the fact that, like, he doesn't, like, rely on Johnny Depp. That might be. I don't know. Like, Tim Burton is just like, this is a Johnny Depp movie. Man, where I make Johnny it's Depp like, look like a silly character. I like Johnny Depp as an actor in many movies. I do, too. It's just, but I think, just I, like, he, I mean, he mumbles a lot in person, so I'm sure I couldn't understand him. But I, and then all these stories coming out, and it's like, how do you make that much money and you're that in debt? Say, like, Johnny Debt is more like it. Johnny Debt. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, like, I just think his persona as an actor who is just quirky guy that looks funny in things, or, like, crazy character guy. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a gimmick to me. Like, it's just, and I get well, tired of it. Yeah, because it's like, I've, 
I actually probably the stuff I enjoy him in the most, like Blow. He's just, yeah, he's just a like regular an, guy. Because yeah, like that's the thing. Like Johnny Depp is a good actor. Like normally, it's just when you put him in like these, just like weird, kooky, the Mad Hatter, or like now he's Willy Wonka. Like this is just this. I don't get it. Yeah. Like why Johnny? Why Johnny Depp for this role? Why is he being the way he's being? It's oh, just, he's a vampire in this. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. Like all right. Like I've had. My fill of weird dudes and Johnny yeah. Depp, I guess. Maybe Johnny Depp plays an accountant. I'd be fine with that. Who goes home and he and his wife sometimes don't agree on how well the meat should be cooked. Meatloaf again? Meatloaf again. Ah, oh, and then like, that's the movie. Yeah. He also, I feel it's like... It's an indie film. Yeah. <laughs> He's played that or a gangster. <laughs> Not true. Not too. Randomly, like, a couple, like, one was, like, from the 20s or 30s, and then the other was, a. Uh, What's that guy that just died recently in prison? Whitey Bulger. I was going to say Epstein. Well, yes, he died recently, <laughs> too. Well, I, how recent? Was that last year? Uh, relatively recent. I've lost track with COVID. Yeah, That's been, felt like years. It has, it's been a weird couple months. Like, just time has not been perceived the way that time should be perceived. It's been two months since, since the war. <laughs> <laughs> I got and I'm angry. But, yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, I have an idea. So, like, to close out the podcast, let's design our own indie movie. Okay. Like, what's, I'm like, a sucker for a good indie movie. Like, what's, like, based off, like, our experiences with indie movies, what's the most indie indie movie we could possibly independently produce? Okay. Uh, well, I feel like we got to have a plot first. All right. What's the plot? I feel like it needs to be, like, a little bit artsy and, like, a little bit, like... Mm-hmm highlighting like somebody that's like struggling with like maybe some sort of mental disorder or something. Okay. Um I like the idea of a performance artist. Okay. That he's estranged to his uh the mother of his kids and his kids because he everything is done for the sake of his art or his performance and He's purposely isolating himself and feeling that anguish because he wants, he feels he can't make his art without pain, without being upset. Like, I heard a story someone once told, uh, it was two kids in high school, the guy was dating this girl for a couple months, he broke up with her because he was really happy and his art was suffering, so... He broke up because he didn't want to be happy so that he could make his art. Okay. So somewhere along those lines. That, that is actually, that's a pretty spot-on indie idea. And I feel like, sorry, as you mentioned indie, I sort of got, like, my mind got sidetracked. So I was working at the farmer's market, local thing, so there's a very, there's a lot of red very blood. Very indie. A lot of red blood there. But yeah. somebody walked through that reminded me of a performance artist they were wearing, like, a prison jumpsuit but it was kind of torn up and like the middle was like open like cut into a v and like her white shirt said um trump is a racist bigot okay (laughs) (laughs) so like she was like wearing like a prison outfit with like this like written on a white shirt at a place where there's like a stand that sells like trump like wall yeah like yard signs so Sorry, just reminding me. Like it seemed like a little like it wasn't exactly on that, but it's, okay. So it felt like that kind of area. I like the idea of a uh, of an accomplished performance artist. It needs to not camera wise. Like the picture needs to be just a little bit grainy. Yeah, 
I would have to agree. Um, not not found footage Cloverfield no. grainy. That's that's headache. Yeah, inducing. just like a little bit, like like a little bit of drain to it, so it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's shot on like a really nice camera. Yeah. Um, I think so. Like intro credits needs to be just like some just like kind of just like. Like some folksy, very slow music, probably acoustic, but like mm-hmm. different like landscape shots and just like maybe like there's like a musical shot of just like somebody watering their flyers with like the colors off yeah. a little bit, like the saturation's a little different. I get a vibe. I feel like this needs to be a northwest uh, town or city, be it like a Portland or a somewhere in Washington. I maybe not necessarily Seattle, a smaller, maybe in. I wonder what's a city out there that's not Portland or Seattle. I don't know geography, man. You asked the wrong guy. Um, let's uh, well, while you look that up, let's let's brainstorm some more. Um, trying to think, so like we have the central idea. This kid is a strange. This guy, sorry, this guy's estranged from his family because of his desire to do like his pain-inducing performance art. And he only ever performs well when he's not doing well. When he's in anguish. Yes, when he's in anguish. So he breaks up with his wife and estranges his kids. Okay, let's go with Spokane. Sure. I don't know what that is or what that means, but I that sounds... An, or Eugene. Eugene, Oregon. Sure. Eugene, Oregon. That could play into the name. It could be like... Eugene. Sorry, we'll figure out how to go. Like, definitely yeah. Eugene should be in the title, but... Or Astoria. I kind of like that name. What is it? Astoria. Astoria. And it's a population of 9,500. Very fantasy, yes. It's in Oregon. Oregon. Um, so, yeah, like, what's the main plot driving this forward? So, I would say... What if he, he gets a brain tumor okay. and the surgery requires, like, the surgery that has to happen for him to stay alive cuts out the part of his brain that like lets him feel sad so okay. now he's a performance artist who has to be in anguish but now he just physically can't be sad anymore. that's unique okay so here's here's what i think we could go multiple ways on this finds out he has a terminal illness tries to make things right with his family is on the cusp of success purposely, selfishly tries to get back into his kids and family's lives so he can cut himself out. Cut himself mm. out again Indian, and Indian. disown. Snap and for that one. For the ultimate art piece, performance art. Or maybe even selfishly he's thinking about like filming this and having his kids and wife in the performance art without them really like meaning to be and be like, Dad, this isn't art. You're a monster. Or, or, you know, some artsy statement yeah, that, that to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then, like, there's no music at that point. Mm-hmm. And then... Or, terminal illness. He's trying to go out with a bang. And he gets in his parents' or his family and kids' lives to get attached to them or try to build that bond. During all of this, he's filming or doing the performance. His performance was getting back into their lives and he doesn't tell them he's dying and then he dies. And then his performance is at the funeral showcasing all the stuff. Okay. I dig that. Okay. Yeah, so I think we have our plot, and then the I think the big heart-wrenching scene is as they're trying to get him to the hospital, Kirby fully loaded pulls up, and that's how they get to the hospital. Yeah. And they get there just in time to save him. 
because Herbie fully, Herbie fully loaded, not Herbie, Herbie fully loaded. Well, of those three, though, which would you choose as an indie director? Because of that one, you were like, oh, indie, indie, indie. Um, I think just like any of the concepts of him just like making... Getting back into his kids' lives for then to disown I him think... and make art. The most indie thing you can do with a movie is just something that's going to not make people feel good. Yes. <laughs> the good rule of thumb. Think of, like, the movie Her. Yes. If you're making an indie movie, you don't want the people to leave the theater or leave their viewing screen feeling like this was, like, a good thing. That's what I was going to talk about. Her? You want, you want people to love your indie movie because they think it's ingenious because yes. it made them feel bad which and those two aren't the same thing but a good rule of thumb for a good indie movie a good sad indie movie you think it's a great movie but you only want to watch it once yes you're like i'm good to say the movie was genius but like not really it made you feel bad it doesn't make it genius but yeah like you only want to watch it once but, but it's wanna, a great movie. Say, but you have to watch it. You have to watch it. You only want to watch it once. But like, um, philosophically, you'll never stop watching. Yeah, it. you'll never. You'll. It'll weigh on you. Say, you'll like, think about I think, it. Like we really have the makings to really knock some to knock some fedoras off. Really pop yeah. some like fedoras and glasses right off people's faces. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're really gonna like knock a scarf loose a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think it is one of those, like, man, it is gut-wrenching. Are you going to watch it again? No, but I think about it. <laughs> so, and that's, okay, here's the other key to a good indie movie. you got to have actors that either are straight indie actors, play a lot in, a lot of those. Yeah. Or you get the ones that are pretty well-known, but many people confuse them for someone else. So my example of, uh, I don't know, the lady that plays Pam in The Office and oh, uh, Amy Fisher. Adams. Jenna okay. Fisher and Amy Adams. Interchangeable in many cases. How they appear. Okay. You could argue, it's like, is that Jenna Fisher or Amy Adams? Yes. Is that Chris Pine or, oh, what's the other guy? Sam, not Sam Elliott. Is it Sam Elliott? Should I'll I figure it out. Dennis Leary and, shoot. The guy, well, was that Dennis Leary in the first Spider-Man movie? Or was that William Defoe? Sorry, yeah, Dennis Leary or William Defoe? Dennis Leary or Willem Defoe. Let's say they Good, were... great one. Great Endless, one. I, like, I still cannot tell the difference between them today. Um, shit, what was I about to look up? Who were the two I said? Amy Adams and Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Oh, um, keep, keep, stall. Okay, not Sam Elliott. Not Sam Neill. Who's the guy that looks like Chris Pine? <laughs> Chris Pine looking guy. Chris Pine looking guy. Google immediately knows what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's a, like... Did it work? <laughs> oh, maybe it was. <laughs> Chris no, this, this, this guy. Oh, wait, that was Chris Pine. Chris Pine and Chris Pine. <laughs> James Marsden. Did you figure it out? I think it's James Marsden. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either I, of these two people. Chris Pine totally looks like Michael Weatherly. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and Chris Pine really looks like young Chris Pine. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> Hot Chris Pine photos. <laughs> Chris Pine sex tape. What? Who is Chris Pine? 
<laughs> it's Chris Pine, a libtard. <laughs> who answers? Ah! Okay, so yeah, is that uh, yeah, Chris Chris Pine and young Chris Pine? That's the, <laughs> that's the picture you pulled up, Jared. There was Chris Pine and younger Chris Pine without a beard. <laughs> So yeah, that, that seems like a good. So it's young Chris Pine. So yeah, we would get young Chris Pine because he looks like old Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Jerry. <laughs> All right. I feel like a fucking idiot. On that note, well, thank you for listening to Table in the Basement. Uh, um, do the things you do to support us or not. Whatever. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> A song, a song to keep us warm. There's such a chill, such a
Let you choke. Let you choke.